Hello and welcome to Let Your Life Be Your Sermon podcast. I'm Vanetta L. West and this is the culmination of a series called Conversations in My Garden that I have had the privilege of having for this past week with some influential people in my life, Dr. Patricia Riley, Nelber Marquez Green, and Bonita Hampton Smith, who shared some very important, powerful uh, tidbits and insight into the power of purpose, grief and trauma in our gardens, and the power of being. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to each one of those podcasts um, and to gain and glean some of that insight and to continue those conversations in your friendships, your your families, your homes, your your communities, your faith communities, your workplaces. And let's just continue to galvanize around letting our lives, whether that's individually or collectively, be the most powerful, influential sermons, messages we'll ever deliver, no matter our faith backgrounds, our our groups that we're from, even if we don't have a faith perspective or a belief or religion. Let's move forward with being a message of love, of justice, of courage. I believe, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, we can make of this old world a new world. We can turn things right side up. That's a belief uh, that keeps me going, uh, that keeps me in a place of amazement at the great things that I see human beings doing, the human potential, our capacity to demonstrate much more love and kindness and compassion than we're currently demonstrating. And because I believe that capacity is there, I have hope. Uh, that with the right uh, conversations and the right planning and the right intention and the right strategy for addressing our past and our, our current injustices and saying collectively we want to move on from where we are, not forgetting, but saying, hey, how can we work together to create the beloved community, to create a global community where people are treated with dignity and respect? I believe we can do that. It will take us challenging and changing our biases, eradicating racism, really addressing war and working to eradicate poverty globally. The realization that no one has to go to bed hungry in this country or in this world and saying we are one. We are one. I believe if we grasp onto that, the idea that we're all interconnected and we are one and that we have as humanity bought some things in that were never divinely ordained and created divisions and created dehumanization and caused great atrocities, atrocities in spirit, atrocities of poverty, atrocities of genocide, atrocities of white supremacy, colonialism, things that have been destructive and deadly for human beings. We don't have to stay there. We can look at truth and we can examine it, and we can shift, and we can change. I, I do this podcast because I believe that. I'm invested in talking to people around the world about how we do that. I'm committed to forming and planning trainings that help us enter into spaces and strategize about how we can have organizational cultures and government cultures and citizen cultures where people are treated with dignity and respect, where our policies can reflect care and compassion, where we can dismantle and deconstruct everything 
that stands against us being a humane, compassionate, loving, caring global community. We can do that. As I approach my 45th birthday on Sunday, I'm recording this on Friday, February 26th. In two days, I'll celebrate my 45th birthday. It's not my actual birthday because I'm a leap year baby. I was born on February 29th. But when there's no 29th, I celebrate on the 28th. And as I approach 45 years of living, I'm more hopeful than ever. I'm more encouraged than ever. But I'm not naive. I know that we face some difficult moments, some difficult times of having to plan and strategize. And we have to build a will to be the humanity that we can be and to dig deeper, to love more deeply, to think more highly, to dig deeper, to be the people across the world, to restore the continent of Africa that has been uh, dehumanized and, and pillaged by white supremacy and colonialism, to not look on that continent with pity, but with pride and with grace and a great understanding of who the people of Africa from nation to nation on that continent can be and already are a great and mighty people from nation to nation, but to also say there's been some destruction there because of racism, because of white supremacy, because of colonialism, to look at what what has happened to indigenous people in Australia and in New Zealand and what what these fallacies, these hateful ideologies and these practices that have been applied because of these hateful ideologies have done to people across the globe and to begin to say, we won't live this way anymore. If everyone across the globe would say that, not even everyone, but if a critical mass, a great number of people would say, we won't live this way anymore and put in the work and the critical thinking and the love, the love to change who we are now into who we always should have been. We can see that change. We can see that change. We can realize it. I work for that uh, for the rest of my life. I pray to live another 45 years at least, and I'll dedicate my life to in my faith because I believe it's what Christ would have me do to bring more of Christ to the earth, that spirit of sacrifice, that spirit of being willing to go and to be and to demonstrate, hey, and to encourage other people to be this salt and light that can shift and change the earth. I am an atmosphere. I believe that now more than I ever have, that when I come, I should bring with me an atmosphere of grace, of love, of kindness, of compassion, of boldness, of justice, and of truth, that things shift because I bring and I am an atmosphere. I encourage you to think like that. That's not boasting, that's understanding purpose, divine purpose, to no longer, as Dr. King said, be a thermostat, be a thermometer rather, that changes and shifts with the environment, but to bring an environment with me and to be a thermostat where I start to change and determine culture. I believe we can all make that commitment, we can do that, And so as I approach 45 years, I encourage you, I encourage you, let your life be the most profound, loving, grace-filled, courageous, justice-seeking, peacemaking message that you will ever deliver. There's a world out there that always should have been. Let's go create it.